Lori here, and welcome to the Awakening Moments podcast. Grab a cup of tea and let's spend some time together. My co-host Rhonda and I are ordained ministers working together at Life Center Church. We are leaders, wives, moms, and longtime friends. In this podcast, we hope to share some meaningful moments from our lives, everything from lessons we've learned the hard way or how to rise up in the midst of obstacles and insecurities. We will encourage you to take risks and remind you that you are deeply loved and completely worthy. Let's awaken life's most amazing moments together. Rhonda. Hi, Laura. How's it going today? Very good. Yeah. Beautiful sunny day out. Beautiful fall day. I know. I love it. I love fall. I'm actually loving the change of seasons and wearing my my clothes. colors here in Ottawa are just unbelievable, eh? I know. Beautiful. The reds. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So. Yes. One of the things that's kind of, you know, special about both you and I that we share in common is that we both have an insane work, work ethic. Yes, we do. Like we might maybe border on workaholics, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I admit oh that? I don't know. We love our work. We yeah. work hard. Yeah. But we always have. And I don't know if it is part of how we were raised, but like not only do we work hard now, but we, we've worked f- since quite a young age. So yeah. wouldn't it be funny to talk about some of the jobs we've had? I think had that'd be so fun. Over the years? Yeah, Like I some of the great. crazy jobs. I mean, I guess it triggered talking a little bit about our cherry picking experience as little girls, 12 I and 13 know. years old, getting picked up by a van to cherry pick so for a random farmer all yeah. day. All day. Like crazy. Thing. But that was just the start. Yeah, we like, loved making money little. I think we learned that from our parents. Like our yeah. parents worked so hard. Right. Our mom stretched dollars. I don't I don't know how they did it. When we were talking about money, I think I don't know if I could have done what my mom did my, oh my dad. Goodness. Totally. One income family and they made everything work. They paid all the bills. We all like piano well, lessons, sports. Oh, I don't even everything. know how they how they did it all. I know. Amazing. Yeah, incredible. Double car, like yeah. all that they did. And yeah. but I really can say my both my parents, my mom worked really hard in the home. Yeah. Like worked so hard yeah. cooking and baking and cleaning and yeah. keeping us going everywhere we needed to go. Yeah. And my dad worked a lot of hours and hard yeah. to provide for our family. Yeah. And I think we just saw that modeled and it was they helped us young say, listen, if you want extra, go for it. Yes. And we did. Kind of empowered us to empowered do that. Us, yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Okay. So okay. cherry picking, getting picked up by the van. Yeah. That that's probably the first job. Yeah. Like next other than like babysitting and those mm-hmm. kinds of things as young. But what, so what do you remember? I mean, I don't have to go in order, I guess, but what, what's some of the funny jobs that you've had? Okay, well, not a funny job, but a kind of a crazy when I think about it. I was 12 years old around the cherry picking time, yeah. 12, and I got called by a neighbor to come and babysit her six week old baby. And she was gone for three, four hours and I had a bottle. Six weeks? Six weeks. <laughs> like I, wow. I didn't even know what to do. And I must have just, I don't know how they trusted me at 12 wow. to look after a six week old baby with a bottle. Wow. And it was my mom's friend who lived down the street. And so I did, I was on the phone with my mom the entire time. Oh my God. I was crying. And on top of it, the baby was colicky. Oh, 
I didn't no. even know what I was doing. Okay, was the baby screaming? Screaming. I don't know what I was doing. Oh. I never put a bottle on the stove. Oh I didn't gosh. know what I was doing. So I think back, I'm like, that's kind of crazy at 12 years yeah. old by yourself. Yeah. And the mom was gone. There's no cell phones. Like oh. she's gone. Yeah. And I'm looking after a six week old baby. Oh my God. The mom was probably like, I just got to get out of yeah. here. <laughs> probably. I'm like, wow. Oh my. Or she might've thought I was not even, didn't realize I was 12. I was super outgoing, but yeah. I I didn't know how to look after babies. Oh my god! So that that's that, that's wild. That was wild. So I can remember wild. around that age too, babysitting a neighbor, and uh, I always loved to play with kids' hair. I was did my sister's hair. I loved to play with kids' hair, and I was playing with her hair, and I had flipped over, you know, kind of where her bangs were, and she, I, I just saw a whole bunch of things moving in her oh hair. No. Oh she no! She had a full head of lice. No, like so much so that I could just see it was moving <gasps> everywhere everywhere and I was like I was kind of looking at it like what is that because no. I had never seen like like I, I don't even I'm know. getting like I'm actually getting it was you're disgust it was so gross so my I literally grabbed right her <gasps> and I brought her to my mom because she lived across the street we were just across the street I'm like mom take a look at Michelle's hair and you know my mom's like uh, yeah, she has lice. I literally like put a bandana on my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, this is disgusting. Oh, like, that I don't lice. is crazy. I didn't get lice. I don't know how I didn't get lice. I was playing with her hair, but oh, oh my goodness, oh yuck, yuck. Babysitting back then too was sketch. It was. Oh my gosh, getting driven by like old men. Like know, you know, it's, like it's, it's crazy. Ugh. Okay, speaking of funny babysitting stories, do you remember the time you came to my babysitting job with your boyfriend? Oh. <laughs> do you remember that yes. okay and it just so happened <gasps> so bad so bad you came with your boyfriend that your parents didn't know that you had a boyfriend no okay. of course so not. you meet at my where i'm babysitting you come in oh which is God. so that was so funny and all of a sudden my mom pulls into the driveway she randomly this is like the fae like yeah. little cutie pie felt this like i should go Urge. check on Rhonda. Oh my god. Drives over. Do you remember the panic? Yes. And we see the car call and I'm like, it's my mom. It's my mom. We threw him in the closet. We threw his shoes, his coat, everything in. We hit him. (laughs) And then mom said the foyer talking to us. And we're like, (laughs) he's right there in the in the closet. Totally. Oh my my gosh. Yes. That is so funny. That's a funny add-on to our story. That's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. (laughs) All right. So my first real job, my first like real, real, real official job was a grocery store cashier. And I had that job for like, probably, gosh, like even all through college when I came back in the summer. So for four years. Yeah. For about four years since I, from I was 16 to 19. Lori did know that. At Camiso's Food Terminal. Yeah. That was my first job. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We we also peach packed together. Yes. Yes, we did. And the best part of the peach packing, it was a small little firm that we worked on. And the thing was only like three of us that were peach packing. You know those Niagara peaches that you all enjoy uh, in (laughs) August? Well, (laughs) we know exactly how they're packed. Yeah, we sure do. And the best part of that is they'd be like eight, nine hour days standing at a conveyor belt. Yep. Putting the peaches in the and peaches then those come, little purple You have to pick cups. the best ones. Yep. You put oh, them I in the... Oh, I get so many paper cuts. They're yes. all being wet, cold peaches. Yes. And then you'd be putting those you little paper them in cups. in the baskets. Yeah. Well, do you remember, Lori, you would sing every single musical piece that you knew from Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis, Sound of Music. And the funny part is we just stood there and listened and thought it was awesome. We didn't have even a radio. Like, why did we even think to bring in a radio? You were our radio. You oh sang the entire God. summer. Every I, word of every song. That I, I just 
picture my young self, like literally <laughs> so just sitting funny. there and I would sing all of the, like the opera parts. All of it. Full out. Full out. I can't sing. I'm not a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I, unashamed. All the yeah. parts. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Phantom would get us through about three hours. Totally. Yeah. Like, it was awesome. I was following you and I'm the singer and I just listened. I was enjoying the concert, but it's so funny. We think <laughs> do you, about that. Do you remember when the manager separated us? Because <laughs> yes. it was like, it was like students, young, you know, basically young girls and boys yeah. Yeah. and Mexican ladies. Yeah. That's what, what, was totally. packing the peaches so then she separated us and put Mexican ladies in between each of us because we were chatting too much and yeah. having too much fun and throwing peaches at each oh, other across the whipping peaches. <laughs> we were a nightmare I guess <laughs> we thought we were awesome but you know oh my goodness oh, that's so funny. funny it is funny as an employer they're probably like oh those girls anyway oh. we had a lot of fun yes we did okay well this is kind of a neat thing I worked I was a Timmy's girl Tim Hortons when was that one of your first like oh, like jobs God. in well, like where you're like where you're working for a, a company? Well, I shouldn't say that. I worked at LA Express Susie Shear oh. for maybe like I don't know a year. Okay, and I spent all my money on clothes, so I realized <laughs> that wasn't going to be a good job for me. Oh, okay, I had yeah. no paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Terrible. So then I moved to Tim Horton. So that was my full. You looked on... good though. I looked. I good, remember yeah. that time. I had good clothes. <laughs> But then I moved to Tim Hortons and that was where like I was saving money and I was because I wasn't spending money there. But a funny story is the one night because in the back room you were able to have the, at that time they would give you free suppers or lunches whenever you worked for your shift. And I had just finished my braces and I my parents had bought a really expensive retainer. And yeah, my dad picks me up. My mom, sorry, my mom picks me up realizing I have no Where's retainer. Your retainer? And so we go home. My dad's like, you get yourself back to Tim Hortons and you get in that dumpster. So at 11 o'clock at night. In the night? In the night. And there's houses in the back. I'm sure people were peeking out their windows like, who is this person? My mom brought her minivan up to the dumpsters, turned on the high beams. I jumped in the dumpsters and had to go through I, bags and bags of cake and donuts. I can't even imagine Dis- this. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. And I found my retainer. You found I it? I found it. Because I think after like two or three bags, I was like, this doesn't look like the employee kitchen one. Right. But I was up, like in the dumpster, up to my knees, like fully in the bags, full of cake. <laughs> my mom, we still laugh at this. I was totally dumpster diving. Oh my but that was That was Tim Hortons. That is yeah. so funny. It's pretty funny. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, another one of my jobs, I uh, my uncle bought a small three-par golf course. And so I worked uh, at the desk. And then they got, uh, I guess, probably like a summer jobs grant to run a golf school, like a golf oh, school fun. day camp. And so I was a golf instructor. You were a golf instructor? <laughs> <laughs> Had you played golf much until no, then? No, <laughs> I didn't. Like we had a pro on site as well. But literally, like we had to teach the kids to golf. So I was a golf instructor. Like that was one of my jobs for a summer. Oh my goodness, Lori. Did Isn't you actually amazing? did you wear like a little like a total golf outfit? Uh it wasn't it was pretty cash. It was pretty cash. That but is it, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was so good. So we golfed every day. Like I golfed every day. I actually became a legit golfer, like a good, a decent golfer. Wow. For sure. Yeah, we golfed every single day. I had to teach kids how to golf and yeah. 
Oh, Lord. Okay, I didn't Isn't know that, that either. Funny? That is so yeah, funny. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was, that was kind of fun. Oh, I love Really different. That. I know, I know. Oh, we have had so many jobs. Look at, like, oh, my goodness. Okay, one job I've had, too, is in between university, like, my years of university, I think year one, year two, I got a job with my dad's work with us, was at a paper mill. And they had the same type of thing, like a government grant where you could pull in students and it had your parent had to work there. Right. And you had to be in university. You know what? I kind of remember you working there because you had really good pay, right? Crazy pay. Like I think I was making $22 an hour. Like back in oh. like the 90s, 80s. Oh yeah. The 80s. Ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. amount of money. Wow, like wow, for wow. that time, it oh, was yeah. like unbelievable. Yeah. And so, but the scary thing is they had a... They had us running these big cranes to pick up. If anyone knows paper, they come on these huge paper rolls, like stools that are super heavy. Like, I don't even know, a ton, Mm -hmm, two mm -hmm, tons. mm -hmm, It's crazy. mm -hmm. We had to link this crane around it and raise it with like little remote controls and stick it on the paper machine, the empty spools. So when they, they, I actually think. I said the wrong word before, but anyways, spool. Spool yeah. is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just in case anyone wasn't following me. Okay. <laughs> the empty spool, and it would drop when the other one filled up. Like, the big paper would fall off. Okay, the one time I took the crane, I actually hit the paper machine with the empty spool. Oh, no. And the kaboom. <laughs> Everybody from the entire mill I brought came into that place. Like, it was, the crane was out of control like the this the swing like the swinging swing. with this empty spool on it and i'm like this little student so to find out later we weren't supposed to do that but all the guys that work there were like loving us because they just sat in the shacks and watched us oh, and ate their food my drink. so the rules all changed and then after that for the rest of the summer we were sent out into the field in the like um wood chip pile to pick weeds i'm not even joking we picked weeds the rest of the summer for 22 dollars an hour Oh my god! And that was, I think, the end of. <laughs> it shortly ended after that. Yeah, yeah. Too is that dangerous. not crazy? That is so crazy. That's I was so, so scared. Like every time it was my turn to go run the crane, I was like <sighs> uh, shaking. I was like, and I didn't know what I was doing. And the guys in the shack were like, "Sweet, we get longer breaks." Like, oh, letting my us gosh, do it. I know. Insane. Anyways, I ruined oh, it for all of them. Oh my! But I did that. Goodness, that's wild. It was wild. It was so scary. It was oh. so scary. It was pulp machines and oh my goodness, it was scary. That's hilarious. It's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh okay. my goodness. All right. Well, okay. one a uh, one job that I had in high school, I did a um, high school co-op at a crisis pregnancy center, and so I worked at a crisis pregnancy center for about six months, and I loved it. Like it was, I wanted <gasps> oh, to go into the wow. field of social work, so I absolutely loved it. But one of the things we had to do was um, I was brought on client visits, which which is incredible, like home visits with clients. And so usually what would happen is I'd be brought um, to the, the home visit with the counselor and then I would have to watch their older children while they, they had their counseling session with the counselor. So this one house we went to, um, I, I was in the, the one of the rooms with the child and this child had an obsession with licking me. He, the no. child wanted to lick <laughs> no. me like every... No. Yeah. I, I, it was so upsetting. Like I actually left <gasps> so upset because I kept saying like, stop <laughs> licking me. <laughs> And I was no pushover. I mean, as the oldest of five children, like I baby, like I, I totally yeah. can be assertive and motherly. Yeah, hold your and, own. Oh yeah, but this kid would what? not stop licking me. Like, and it would just wigged me. Like I just, I was so wigged out. Like I was so like, <laughs> this is, this is awful. Like, get me out of here. Okay, that's bizarre. Isn't that 
gross? Oh, that is so gross. <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so tell me about college because you have oh had my goodness. some jobs in, in college, in university. Okay, so I'll start with the first one that's a little crazy. I actually gave plasma. And if anyone knows, okay, in the States, I, I don't even know if they do that now, but in the States, you can actually sell your plasma. So I would go to a clinic three times a week to sell my plasma, which is crazy. That's crazy. It was that crazy. That does not sound healthy. No, it wasn't healthy. <laughs> I don't no. think that sounds I'm thinking right. it's three times a week or three times every two weeks or something like that. Like it was in, like a lot. And so you you go as like a clinic, you'd show up, they do like this little test, make sure you were okay. And then they put you in the bed, just like you're giving blood. They put a movie on and your blood would separate from your plasma. And then they would pump back into you all your blood without your plasma. And so I did that and I would get paid to do this. So I was like, this is awesome. Like I just have to watch a movie and give up my plasma. Then Arby's was next door. So my roommate and I would go to Arby's and then we'd go shopping. That's kind of how we funded our lifestyle. Well, I don't, I think I was giving plasma and my dad had called my room and my roommate said, oh, Rhonda's gone giving plasma. And my dad's like, excuse me. (laughs) So if you know my dad, that that's not good when he's like, tell her to call me back. Like right away. immediately. <laughs> then I came in, I called my dad and my dad, I think I've been doing it for like six months. Like it wasn't <gasps> even just like a month. I've been doing it for a long time. Like oh I still goodness. have little tiny needle scars from oh, as much as I did. Oh, it. you have track marks like your, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from your days. My plasma days, but we made great money. Oh Anyways, my, my dad just said to me, if you ever, if I ever hear you, I'm taking you to university because I went to school in the States in Minneapolis right? and it was like a lot of students were oh, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And you're poor and you have no money yeah. and like, yeah, and I didn't want to ask for money. And I was like, oh, this is a fast like cash. Oh my Isn't goodness. That crazy? That's crazy. So it your job, crazy. your <laughs> my child was job. giving plasma. Oh my oh. goodness. I should laugh about that. Anyone, no, like, no, it's yeah. I understand anyone listening understand the health risks now, but back then I did <laughs> like the things we do. Things we do, yeah. 19, oh 18, gosh. 19. You're not even thinking oh of the value gosh. of your body minerals. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I know. That's wild. That's a wild story. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy one. Okay, and I have one other one. What else did you do? Okay, well, because I got kicked off the plasma route, <laughs> I had to go down to the, they had this office in the dorm, okay. well, in the head, whatever spot. I had to go down and it was for foreign students where you can get cash jobs because we couldn't work right. anywhere yes. in the city. So right, right, right. they would have every so often, there'd be something on the board you could pull off, call the number. So I went in, they said, hey, there's this cleaning job. If you want to go in, that'd be great. So I was like, oh, that sounds great. I take a cab by myself. So nobody knew where I was going, just to be certain here, okay? Nobody know. I didn't even know where I was going. I get in a cab. I pay the cab fee. I get to this house. I walk in the front door. And okay, I'm not even joking. There was a desk. It was a writer. That's all it said. It was a writer who needed help with house cleaning. Okay. I was like, yeah, okay, that's kind of cool. I walk in the front door. It almost sounds like I'm making this up. I wish I would have video. We didn't have phones back then, but I would have videoed this. (laughs) There was a desk in the middle of the first floor. It was like a big open room, and I walked in. Okay. It had a desk in it with a typewriter. And up to probably my knees of crum- like crumpled up paper. Like, oh you know, when you goodness. rip your paper, you crumple it and throw it. Oh, my goodness. Like, full. I was literally walking through a ton of crumpled paper. But then to find out, I had to go upstairs. So they lived upstairs, and he wrote downstairs. Okay. Okay. 
it's those shows you know when you watch the hoarders yeah 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 the show full on <gasps> i had never been in a house like that before okay with food for days in like wow. pots rotten wow flies was it smelly super smelly wow and i'm like okay work ethic i gotta make money i'm just gonna barely i'm just gonna (laughs) do this get it done so i just started cleaning and i don't even think it looked like i was cleaning no i i spent like probably an hour and all of a sudden i'm vacuuming this one area and i hear this strange sound oh no and i'm like what in the world i turn the vacuum off i turn around there's this massive lizard like hissing at me like is that an iguana when the things come yeah 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 yeah, like full-on hissing me and then i just take the vacuum i'm screaming and i'm chasing this lizard back into a room closing the door (laughs) and i just left at that point i was like i can't do this i think i was there for like three hours i was like first off it's like the most disgusting house i've cleaned for how long doesn't even look like i've cleaned and i'm chased by a lizard i am out of here oh my so that was my one experience only and i never took another house cleaning like any of the posts yeah you're like no No, way oh my god that's pretty funny that's very extreme though like i'm sorry you had to go through that that's that's very (laughs) extreme that's a little traumatic it was crazy oh my god but a good story now yeah 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 yeah, totally funny story yeah totally oh my goodness oh my goodness okay um let's see what else did i do oh i used to work at heaven's gates and house flames I don't know if you do like that. So yeah, there used to be this old play, this evangelism play that used to travel around from church to church to church. It was super popular through the eighties and even into the nineties. And, uh, yeah. So they had a whole office down where, where we grew up and my mom worked there and your mom worked there for a little while too. Our moms worked there. And I remember I was just needing to catch an extra job it was be- when I was in school and so you know like in in between school and uh in the summer you have to make as much money as you possibly can yeah. so it was one of the jobs that I had picked up in between uh the summer of school and so yeah I went and did just basically basic admin but it was just a funny like it's a funny place to work that like having funny. to work for heaven's gates and hell's flames oh, oh that but is fun. also when heaven's gates and hell's flames came to our church I got to play the druggie I I didn't get to play the druggie named Lori because there actually was one named Lori. I was the other girl, but I still got to play the druggie. And that was like one of the really, really important roles. Oh my, (laughs) you, that would have been like, whoa. Do you remember that that scene? Like generous Dave, the first one's always free. (laughs) We got saved at that. Every time it came, we we all got saved again. Oh my goodness. I never got a part. So you You should feel really good. I was always in the angels. You were the choir. The choir. Well, your blonde hair too. And like, you just look so Standing against the foil tinsel. I don't even know what the background was. I got the druggie scene. I know. I know I know that was like the coveted role really like Like you wanted to be the druggie girl oh yeah 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 for sure yeah (laughs) oh my isn't that so funny that is so funny yeah so funny funny jobs okay probably another one too when I moved to Ottawa I worked at an insurance company and if any of you know me I am a people person so my jobs really do have to be with people I could never do a job where I'm not with people well I didn't know this, but this job actually wasn't with people all day. <laughs> Even though I was in a cubicle near people, uh, I actually did talk to anybody to my lunch hour every day. So what would happen is I would input data into a computer of all these insurance claims okay. for cars and house. Okay. And people wouldn't even have the ability to bring me a file. I had a slot 
that they literally from their desk oh my gosh. could push it through oh my the wall God. cubicle into a filing system on my desk. So no one even can say, hey, Rhonda, here's a file. How are you doing? No, I Nothing. would just see a file come through all oh day. Oh my goodness. So, I remember you working at that job because you lived with me when you worked there. Oh. And I remember you just literally being like i want to put forks in my eyes like i hate this job lord yes so much i just remember like how much you hated that job i did i actually started rocking in my chair yeah you you hated it so badly you know that like "Ah," and i would wait for jay's like green protege to pull up it would be like every day I would count down like till I saw his car. Oh gosh, oh, that was my, my worst. Job. I think worse than peach packing. Yeah, because I was with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the worst. Yeah, you hit. Yeah, you you I were you were long. dying. You were dying inside. I died. You inside. were dying inside. I remember though when you had that job though, you also had a night job. Yeah. Where you went and took care of like infant babies. Okay. At the same right. I. That you did all that. Awesome Do you remember that? Job. Yes. Yeah, and you went and you stayed at someone's house and yeah. just kick, took care of the babies overnight. Yeah. While you worked full time in the day. Yeah. And I would sleep, but then I'd be like a newborn mother. Yeah. Because I'd be up yeah. every night. Yeah, yeah. All night yeah. feeding children and working. Yeah. But I guess when you're like younger, yeah, you're, you're kind of like, I gotta money, do it for your wedding. Oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. I, that's kind of a neat. And then Perkins, you worked as a hostess a hostess at the same at time. Like you had kind of all three of those jobs going. Yeah, I remember that. I worked really hard. That I remember that. Yeah. You were you were saving you were saving money. Yeah. yeah. That's that's wild. wild. Oh my gosh. Well, while you were working at Smith Petrie. I was working at uh, da- downtown at Bell for Bell as a temp. And oh so, my. yeah, so I-, I did data entry all day long, which was just, again, also not not my strength at all. And I wasn't good at it. I made mistakes all the time. <laughs> it was really bad. Um, but one of the upsides of my job was that I got to move from floor to floor and cover for everybody's break, every all the receptionist break. And so as I went through the floors, I got to just kind of go and, and explore in different places in the building, in the Bell building. And I would get to walk around the conference area and they would always, all the conference rooms would have catering and they'd have all these like extravagant lunches and meals. And when they were all done, I would go into no. the rooms and I would take the <laughs> leftover food. <laughs> Okay, that is an awesome part of your story. I get so excited when there was a meeting because I'd be like, oh, I wonder what they had catered today. I feel like that's a Seinfeld episode. That's a Seinfeld episode. Why would I? Anyways, I must have just been looking for something to be joyful about because I literally, but I did love food too. (laughs) So I literally, yeah, so I'd bring home muffins and like these fancy sandwiches and I'd bring them home to Jay and I'd be like, look what I got today. Oh my gosh. Okay, that is so great. Okay, that's so great. So funny, eh? That's kind so of a perk. funny. Yeah. Free food. Yeah, that was a little perk. Yeah. That's a little, a little upside of okay. working downtown, it's the downtown so life. Cute. Yeah, yeah. So funny. Okay, so that, funny. That is fun. And then yeah. I think one of the final jobs that I did before coming into ministry was I, well, I probably have had others in there, but I can't remember. But we worked together at the Christian school. Right. Life Center right. had a right. Christian school mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty, it was thriving. There was all of us teaching. I mean, yeah. your Jay worked there. My Jay worked there. Yeah. Well, my Jay was a principal after that. Yeah. But you and I worked together. I was a kindergarten teacher. I loved that job. Oh, oh my goodness. I taught grade one for four years. How long, what did you do? I did kindergarten and grade one for four years. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. I it was know. so fun. I was loved that fun. job. Yeah. That was, that was the time too, while revival was kind of taking place at Life Center. So we would be in services every single night of the week. And then we'd have to go. <laughs> 
come to work for, you know, 730 oh, in the morning my. and teach all day and then go back to services every night of the week. Like it was a crazy, but it was so, it was so great. So fun. Yeah. That was pretty fun. We only worked together a year because One then year. you had Treff. Yes. So we yes. Only I had a, a baby time. and then yep. you kept, you, you stayed there for a little bit longer. Yep. When uh, Jay and I first got married, I worked at Rogers Video and uh, he had, we, we had had part-time jobs there as students as well. But um, I couldn't find a job in my social work field. So I just, I had to work. And so my shift was uh, closer. I was four to midnight and Jay worked days, eight to four. So for the first year of our marriage, we, that was our, that was our work schedule. So oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. So then during that time I volunteered at the school at, cause that's where he was working as the gym teacher. Okay. <laughs> From a golf instructor to a gym teacher. So oh I was the gosh, gym teacher. Look. So I'd come, to, I'd go with him during the day just so I could see him too and be around him and then, oh. and then spend time with the kids. And I loved it. It was so fun. They I must did. have loved you. Oh my gosh. I loved it. I did all the games. We did a whole gymnastics thing because I love gymnastics. Oh yeah. It was so, so fun. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Okay. That's and super I, fun. And then I worked four to midnight at Roger's video closer and would jay ever come and uh, just no, no no it was in the west end like it was far oh and he he also had to prep like he had to do all his yeah. prep in the evening so yeah so it was just yep that's what we did for about oh, a wow. year wow that's yeah that would have been a challenge yeah Opposite it totally was oh like we that. hated that yeah oh, that wasn't fun that wasn't no. fun so yeah so lots of jobs lots of jobs lots of jobs one other hilarious job that i had during college was my one of my placements was at a senior's home and I was the recreation coordinator at the senior's okay, home. Okay, this is making me yeah, laugh. I didn't so, even know this. Yeah, so so every day I would have to come up with activities for the seniors to do and we would do things like manicures and pedicures and we would do like games and bingo and I'd have to just come up with fun activities for the the seniors and it was like it was a riot. Like it was so so funny. Oh. They were just so fun and so funny. And they must have loved you too. Oh, it was it was a blast. It'd be like it was all your blast. omies and opies. It was so fun. Aww. It was so so fun. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. so. So we fun. just got to love on seniors, play games with them, and do oh. their nails, paint their nails, and yeah, really fun. Okay, that is so fun. Yeah, I know yeah. lots of jobs. So fun, eh? Oh, it makes us appreciate the job we have now. Oh, <gasps> totally, totally. It's so true, it eh? Is. It's so yeah. true. Yeah. But wow, so that's crazy. It's crazy how you do what you have to do, right? In different yeah. seasons. Yeah. And I can remember at one time, similar to you, working three jobs trying to save up for college, had to pay for college on my own. And so like just you just work all day from the time you wake up in the morning, early, 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 go to the next job, go to the next job and just try to make as much as you can. Like mm -hmm. and you just do you just do it. Like I don't yeah. even remember really. You, you just do it. Yeah. You don't really think about it. No, you don't. And you just, you have a bigger plan. You're like, I'm going back to school. Yeah. And you're not, yeah, it's something you just, we grew up knowing we had to do. Yeah. It wasn't really an option. Yeah. Like for me, it was like exactly like you. It's like, we have to make yeah. sure I had to pay my own way. Yeah. My parents would help a little bit, but yeah. it really was, yeah, yeah. it was good. I have a lot yeah. of, I think that's where our work ethic started. It oh, did yeah. start that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, for sure. through all these different jobs. Another hilarious job I remember you having was, um, How do you remember was it called these? Jam? Oh my goodness. Jam. How do you even remember I don't that? know how I remember that. I don't I know. I completely even forgot that that was a job. Jam. Oh my goodness. What was jam? It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> so, so do you really need to talk about jam? I think it's awesome. Oh, okay. Well, oh I, my gosh. I traveled in my teenage years for two, two years, quite a few weekends a year in this kids musical where I was like, um... I don't even know. In the musical, I think I was eight years old or something. Yeah. So I had to act like a little kid in this yeah. musical. You sang and danced. And I sang and danced. And I had like, 
one of the girls was a strawberry and I had a dog. <laughs> like it's kind of funny now, but it was this Christian yeah. musical and we would go to camps. We go to little like Sunday schools. So I did that and I got paid minimal. I yeah. mean, my mom's so sweet. She drove me all over and never took gas money. And I just kept all the money. <laughs> I didn't even offer. Is that a mom? Eh? I think I made like, oh my goodness, like $40 a show or something oh, or $30. Oh, okay, like okay, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a lot, but it was a huge commitment. Yeah. I remember you had to go audition. Had to audition. Like yeah. you had to do it. You had to dance for them. Remember? I remember yeah. you telling me that I had to dance for them. They asked totally. me to dance. I learned this whole routine, <laughs> script. There was lighting. There was scene. It was a yeah. whole play. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did a little traveling, traveling play. play. That's so, so funny. awesome. And then one accord. Did you get paid for that? No, no, not one no. accord. Um, Continental. Yeah, Continental. Oh my goodness. No, I had to pay a ton to go oh. and be a part of Continentals. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Singing no. choir all over the world. You were yeah. in like in England, weren't you? And like uh that one, no, that was with that was a good memory. That was oh. university. I was oh, okay, okay. university. Oh, okay. No, we did all the West Coast. Oh okay. so from Alaska oh. all the way down to California. So I got to see so many and was gone for three months at sixteen years old doing that. Oh, and that was me almost like my that wasn't a mission trip, but it was kind of I paid to go. Okay. You had to audition okay. and get accepted and okay. hilarious stories from those two. Oh. Those were crazy times. So cool. So cool. So I love fun. that. You know, I think about people who have to go to work every day and hate their job. Yeah. And like, there's a couple different ways, I think, how life kind of works out. Like sometimes you have to fundraise at your job to do the things that you really love or the things that you believe you were created to do. Some people actually get to be paid to do the things that they feel that they were created to do. But more often than not, Mm-hmm. your job is really like your fundraising in order to support your life so that you can do the things that you love to do and being a part of a, a, a large church community. Like I love seeing how so many people like they work their job and it's their job and they bring everything they have to it, but it's not, it's not their calling or their mm-hmm. purpose or mm-hmm. doesn't fulfill them the way that they, they would want. But yet you know, within the community, within the church community, there's these opportunities that give people this chance to like really make a difference in the lives of people, whether through leading a small group or, you know, teaching in the Bible school or, you know, running a course or leading a course, teaching something they're really passionate about, or just genuinely walking alongside people, discipling, helping people. So there's all kinds of different ways we can think about work and think about our job. And not everybody gets to actually do the thing they love um, or get paid for the thing they love but I do think it's a beautiful thing when you're um, a part of a church community where you can express some of those giftings and some of those Mm -hmm. strengths that maybe aren't appreciated in your job Mm -hmm. that's a good way of saying it for sure yeah I know it's it is pretty rare when you get to do your passion and be paid for it not that it can't be and that maybe is a goal for some but it really is not always everyone's reality when you have children and a mortgage and just life just life and you have a good job, but maybe you don't, you're not passionate, but exactly. You find those places that you can exercise your gifting, yeah. your purpose, yeah. your plan for God. Like you, yeah. there's other ways to express that yeah. and how God can even weave that into your job because yeah. our purpose is to love God and to honor him and to be in our workplace, to be a light. So it's just beautiful how all that can weave together yeah. and make you just 
able to just appreciate too yeah. what you're able to do in a church community. Yeah. Because uh, you don't get to do that every day. Yeah. So it's not necessarily just about the tasks yeah. that are yeah. involved in your in your job, but actually going with a missional mindset, going with yeah. a mindset of being a light and bringing bringing joy wherever you go. Like it's yeah. it, it's a pretty neat opportunity. I know in this day and age that we live too, I think it's incredible how you know if you do have a passion on your heart, like just the the world of technology really does make a way for you to begin to express that. Whether you know you see people you know, starting podcasts, you see bloggers who are sharing information that is important to them. You see, you know, just different ways of creating social networking opportunities for expressing the passions that are on their heart, creative things. And it's, it's really beautiful. And, and I feel like, honestly, if you have a dream on your heart, you know, that is not yet realized, just lean into what that could look like. Like it doesn't have to be something you're paid to do in order to bring fulfillment in your life. You, you can start to express aspects of your hopes and your dreams and your future, Mm -hmm in really unique ways in this, in this day, you know, I know some people have a dream and desire to write a book. Mm -hmm. So start writing, you know, or maybe Mm -hmm. it's to write music and make music. Well, Mm -hmm. you can start with what you have, start Mm -hmm. where you're at and, and let it grow and let it build. I think this podcast is kind of one of those dreams for for us, right? And we, we just kind of started with what we had and, you know, it's growing and we're growing in it and we'll continue to grow in it. But yeah. You just, just start with what you have. Just start. Yeah. And I love how you said that too. And like in our podcast, even embrace the sucky start. Totally. <laughs> totally. Sometimes we don't take on oh. a new thing because we think, oh, I'm not good enough or I don't have all the equipment. Well, just start with what you have. Yeah. I mean, we've now upgraded pretty yeah. sweet here. I hope you can tell the difference in our I sound know. technology. It's, but we started, yeah. we were like in a house. I think at one point we even had it on a ping pong table, a little microphone and we were good thing. Our breath was okay. We had to make sure we didn't have coffee oh, breath. So Cause we true. were like so close to the microphone. So close to each other. I and know. The yeah, yeah, it's yeah. funny when we think that wasn't that long ago. No, no. And not that we've arrived no. or anything, but no, totally. we, you know, you just got to embrace the sucky start. Be yeah. like, listen, we've got a mic. Yeah. We can attach it and just go. Let's go. Let's yeah. try this. Let's try it. Yeah. So put yourself out there. Yeah. So, do it. So we want you to remember at the end of even this conversation and when it comes to your dreams, there's more in you than you realize. And you are worthy of love. Have Have a a great great day. day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakening Moments podcast today. Like or subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. Follow us on Instagram at Lori Boucher and Rhonda.Corto. May you be awakened to the moments that matter the most.